Jaffa the Productions presents In Conclusion We Digress The best hour of your life you'll never get back What's up everybody and welcome back to another episode of In Conclusion We Digress Thank you guys for coming back as always and listening We really appreciate it Hope you guys are doing well And joining me as always we have Kyle, Pat and Mike coming to us from various locations tonight so we'll start saying hello to Kyle, who's coming to us from Long Island. So Kyle, what's up with you, man? You know, same old stuff. Uh, I'm out on Long Island for a, a little bit. Uh, today is my mom's birthday. Shout out to my mother. Um, Son of Karen. And yes, mm-hmm. uh, whose name is Karen, but she doesn't suck. So uh, yeah, mom's <laughs> birthday today, Christmas next week. Figured I'd come out and give her company for a, a few weeks. And on top of that, she is a lucky dog because it is snowing like hell tonight. And that means who's going to shovel tomorrow? me ding 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 so we are <laughs> hoping for cold 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 temperatures no sleet and roughly 18 inches of powder because that's doable but mm-hmm. any slush any Wait. sleet any issues like that i'm gonna have a bad time tomorrow and you guys sold the snowblower this year didn't you yeah we sold the snowblower that could totally throw powder 30 feet i was gonna uh, say you don't have a rusty snowblower like in the back somewhere that doesn't work no anymore? i did it was attached to a tractor and it was in every way complete overkill we should talk about how it also took 10 minutes to do my driveway rusty snowblower could be kyle's drag name (laughs) no my my drag name is dick poppin we'll go say hello to mike and pat coming to us from the upper east side so guys how's it going there i guess pat we'll start with you yes ha um (laughs) so i um you have nothing it's No, no, no. It, I had a good day today. Um, I guess the, the, the snow wasn't, uh, it's still scheduled to come down quite hard tonight and tomorrow, but at least today, I, I went to the office today. Got to make, uh, bring home the bread. So, um, of course, you know, it, it, it was, it was sleeting a little bit in my face, but, um, oh, yeah. that's the worst. Hard, hard day, uh, hard day of work. We actually spent all day thinking of slogans because for my company, it's a 40 year anniversary. So, as per the suggestion box that our president wants, it's 40 years of, of this, like as like oh, a slogan no. to sum up the 40 years. And we came up with some good ones today. I'm just going to uh, leave it at that. They were probably oh, fantastically humorous, but in no way practical, <laughs> I would assume. Yeah. They were not actual suggestions. I mean, yeah. Yes. I know you're working. I, I hope so they weren't placed right. in the uh, hypothetical suggestion box at your office. They probably weren't uh, work appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, but one yes. could say, that even though they were intended for the suggestion box, they should actually be placed in the box. In the oh, city. yes. Far, far away. Okay, well, give me them and we'll put them in the box and we'll unpack them all together at some point. We are going to do that. That is going to happen in 2021. Yep. And I'll give you uh, just uh, one quick suggestion from the suggestion box. Uh, oh, since sure. We are an uh, engineering company and we deal with putting crap in ceilings and architects deal with putting shit and raising ceilings as high as possible. Our mantra is 40 years of dropping ceilings because that's what we did. <laughs> well, there you go. You're all fucking dorks. That should, be, that should be put in the trash, not even in the box. <laughs> the box is here. The trash is here. I'm going to take it out of the box. You sound like an architect. Put it in the trash. Pat, I'm glad you had a good day. Excited about the path back later. Mike, how are things going on the other side of the hallway there? Oh, it's, uh, it's doing pretty good. Um, so the biggest thing I wanted to talk about, just to start the whole Christmas theme off, is that Santa Claus is such a racket. And now hear me out. It's such like blackmail by like parents. No, but it, it, Santa Claus is a is like blackmail by parents to make kids behave for two months a year. 
So I recently, I have like a lot of younger cousins. Are you just coming to this no, realization no, because most of us have realized this for literally decades? No, but I now have younger cousins that are Another old original enough to thought understand. By Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so fucked up. Like every time a kid does something, parents are like, oh, Santa Claus is going to hear about this. And no, then they the do goddamn elf on the shelf is so much worse yeah. than Santa. Are you no, kidding I know, that's, The elf that's being in the house to. and the kids are like, yo. And it's like, it's a doll, children. That it's comes a to doll. life. But they haven't got to the point. At... They haven't got to the point where dolls are creepy, though. Like so, like at that point in their life, like dolls haven't come alive in a Chucky movie. So, like to mm-hmm. them, that doll is just watching whatever they do, and they think there's nothing wrong with that. But in five years, there's going to be when something. A- su- you want to drop yeah, AI has, fucking has, elf right out. AI has progressed door. to the point where we, it could robotize elf on a shelf. Look out! That's all I'm saying. Imagine the plot of iRobot, but with elf on a shelf. But it's just, and it's just like, but elf on a shelf, so they're, they're, they're diminutive in, name, in stature. I feel like Shia LaBeouf, like with his bat in that movie, would just like, it wouldn't be any contest. Okay, Mike, so you're it, losing five points for that. No, but it would be like, it, it would be like, the, it would be like small soldiers and... It's like the, do you want to fight 10,000 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? You want to fight the 10,000 duck-sized horses. It's the lion versus the piranhas. It's the same Yes, that's exactly yeah. same right. concept. It's the lion and the tuna. <laughs> the lion and the tuna. <laughs> oh, tuna. Series of kelp breathing apparatuses. I think when you hit the other guy's reference, it's time to steer the conference. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think we need to move on to what we're talking about today, gentlemen. Well, yeah. To, to Mike's point, it is December 16th. So we are nine days away from Christmas 2020. So very exciting times coming to the end of the year, coming to arguably, I think, the best holiday of the year. So we wanted to do a Christmas-themed episode today as our second to last episode of 2020. So to start our Christmas conversation today, we wanted to kind of go through and do a ranking of the top Christmas songs over the last 50, 60 years. I would go further than that. I would go 100. Okay. Roughly yeah, 1940. That's how far I'd go back because that's like the Bing Crosby, Dean Martin era. Mm-hmm. Sure. Does someone want to get the ball rolling and give maybe a few choices kyle all you okay so i spent i had a very slow work day on monday <clears throat> and and readers usually we, we do record on mondays but we had some issues and that we're recording on a wednesday um i was at costco so sorry like, yes well and then i had a dinner <laughs> last night for my mother's birthday as we've already discussed um yes <laughs> and so i spent like the last hour of work just going through like a, a big christmas music playlist that i like um and just kind of listening again and being like oh yeah that's a really good one or oh god i really can't stand that song and what I would like to start out with is not the song that I like. It's a song that I think should be burned in a fire and never played anywhere ever again. Well, how, how, is, song, how is audio burned? Um, I don't know, Pat. You're the engineer. You figure it the fuck out. <laughs> I mean, like you could burn a CD. Like yeah, a record, record. On, your, on your hard Christmas, drive. Last Christmas by Wham. No. What? The worst no, no. Christmas song of all time. Uh, we could burn you. How yeah. about that? Okay, all I'm going to say is the way they say special makes me feel like they're coming to tickle my fucking butthole. And I well, don't that's, that's George Michael, you know. Yeah, dude, it was Wham. They probably were coming to tickle Michael. my butthole. It's, it's a <laughs> terrible song for idiots and morons that should never be played anywhere ever again. And I would like to say that, so, so I'm just going to throw out a couple ones and we'll maybe get the ball rolling on a discussion here and then we can maybe see how we're going to do okay. that. Is, uh, well, I want to say before you start, Kyle, is I, I hope you're expecting that there will be some backlash for that because Last Christmas yeah, was of actually course. a pretty reputable. I can't. So I that, like that, was, that was in my top five. But not by Wham. But not by Wham. No, 
no, no, it's got to be my wham. Wham. That's wrong. <clears throat> I guess I'm going to start where what we're all thinking about, um, just because you know Mariah Carey's only rich because of this song. Well, that's mm-hmm. not true. Actually, she's excellent and talented. But all I want for Christmas is you. I know that it is she, Mariah Carey is one of the most talented vocalists alive at this moment on this earth, and I will understand. I will take no possible arguments to that. There are th- we're, we're, several we're people anti- alive that can hit a whistle tone, and she is one of them. And that is incredibly impressive on a vocal and a vocal perspective. While she gave a shit, I 100% agree with you. She doesn't give a shit anymore. Yes. So. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't give a fuck anymore. That, that is fair. That is fair. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. But she, you can't take away from her talent. No. Um, all on for Christmas is You is a banger. And I know that it's a banger because I watched all three of you drunk asses dance to mm-hmm. it in a bar last year. Yeah, everyone. So even if you hate that song, you dance to it in a bar. That's a fact. That Do you hate fair. that song? No, but I'm saying even if I thank <laughs> you. Even if I did. Um, also, Mariah Carey is a Long Island uh, product. So, you know, we yes. got to mm-hmm. talk represent our own. But I think if you consume it at your own pace, it is a fantastic Christmas song and one of the better ones. It's one of the better arrangements of All I Want for Christmas is You. Uh, yeah. So she made, wait for it, wait for it, of her career earnings, 60 million of those dollars mm-hmm. have exclusively oh, come from, <laughs> that'd be like a couple billion yen. <laughs> <laughs> it might be trillion. I honestly, I'm not up to date on my yen. But please tell us in the comments. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. My, how many yen that is? So yeah, this was as of 2018. Nobody's really clocked it since then. So I'm gonna say she's made 60 to 65 million dollars off of all I want for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And her total net worth, for Great reference, song. I looked it up, is somewhere between 300 and 520 million dollars. Yeah, for one song. So she made anywhere between so. a fifth, or sorry, a sixth. And a tenth of her net worth off of one fucking song. <clears throat> yeah, good song. Uh, Feliz Navidad, the original version. Uh, yes. Fantastic Christmas yes. song. Don't you fucking dare. Dude, <laughs> it just, but I have one complaint. I have Dude, one Jose complaint. Feliciano is the man. Yes. I have, listen, all I'm saying is you can add a little bit more lyrics other than the chorus, because that, that song is just chorus. Uh, yeah, there's like, it's just, <laughs> Okay. The song's also like so we're deleting two that, right? Long, so it, it is it is a quick song, um, but you stay for just the merengue vibes. In yeah, December. I, that, that's it, why it's fantastic. Stay. It's not you don't stay um, for the lyrics. The lyrics are very simple. No, to your point, you stay for the yeah for the, for you, the beat you stay for the um, yeah. <laughs> I would also like to put out there the original Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Helms. Mm. That is a that I'm is on one of my that. favorites. Yeah. And then Rock Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee, yes. the original version. Yes. Um, yes. Another fantastic Christmas yes. song. Fantastic yep. Christmas song. Those two, those two get me in the mood. Those are, those are real. They get me very Christmassy, those two. And I would also, so Christmas music, I think, to me, is very difficult to talk about because everybody has done every song. There's a million different versions of like the 10 major so Christmas like, songs. You got to pick your favorite almost. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. First of all, all hail Michael Bublé. Right, so he was going to be on God my list. Christmas music. <laughs> so his his arrangement of "I'll Be Home" is very good. I, I like that one a lot. Um, and this is a little bit out of left field, uh, but "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" by the Jackson Five. Oh, that's yeah. a great song. It's not yeah. out of left field. That is yeah. a very good song, but it's but it's not like your traditional Christmas song because it's a little bit more like weird and on edge. And then my <clears throat> my final um, song that I will kind of out of left field suggest is a Kelly Clarkson Christmas song because she okay. is incredibly talented yes. as well. Uh, oh, I think Under I the one. Tree by yeah. Kelly Clarkson. That yeah. song slaps. So good. It's yeah. so good. And I think it's underplayed and underappreciated as a Christmas song. 
and yeah, Kelly Clarkson, another, another incredibly talented artist who was like, I can do Christmas. And she yeah. can. So those, those are my, those are my thoughts. And I would also like to say that any Christmas song on any Dean Martin, Bing Crosby album is also completely allowed in my top five. Mm. I'm very okay with that. Agreed. Can, can we make a statement about Christmas music though? Um, would you say that I, I'm just making a generalization here and I don't know. If Mike hates Christmas readers, by the way, just so we're all aware. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. Don't worry. About no, it. We're, we're there. Mike hates Christmas. Yeah. So do you guys think that like he's he is Ebenezer Scrooge reincarnate? Yeah. That was then had a child with the Grinch and shit him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have an enlarged heart. My yeah. cardiologist needs to see me once a year. But um, first of all, if you knew anything, the Grinch's heart was two sizes too small. Yeah, yeah. but then it but then it grew like what, like three times that yeah, day? After he started muta- liking Christmas, which you don't. It was a mutation. <laughs> Lawyered. And moving on. Whatever. I don't know what a murmur is, okay? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The stork carrying you, uh, dropping you down the chimney, died, and somehow its heart became your heart. So, what uh, osmosis? So, what I'm saying is, <laughs> do we think that Christmas music is kind of a way to say that your musical career is over? Like making a Christmas no. album, making no. a Christmas album, not making a Christmas I song. I'm look, saying, a- I want you to look me in the eye right now, right now, and tell me that Michael Bublé's career is over. His career is Christmas. He never had like his other career. Yeah, he hasn't put out an album in the last four years because his son um, was dying of cancer and he was focused on that. And don't forget the bubbly commercials. Uh-huh. Checkmate. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. coming. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, his career, his career is through the stratosphere. He's doing like sparkling water and he gets dusted <laughs> off. He gets dusted if, off. If a com- okay, listen. If your name was Buble and a company came to you and said, we're called Bubble, I'd be like, yes, of course. How much it's a match made in heaven. Me? I'm pretty yes. sure Michael Bublé is in a giant Tupperware stacky bin every year that's labeled Christmas in all capital letters in Sharpie. And they just drag him out and put him on stage at Madison Square Garden. I, will have I, can't, no I can't believe Bublé what I'm hearing. Heresy on I can't this believe podcast. what I'm hearing. None of that. Michael mm-hmm. Bublé is a fantastic human being uh, and, and his voice is a treasure akin to Josh Groban. Oh my God. That's the... the Groves but, is more dynamic yes. though. The Groves does acting. That's not true. The Groves is an actor. Josh can only Mike. He was in two belt out notes hard. Mike, he was in two episodes of The Office. That was his acting career. Uh, No, dude, The Groves has a TV show on Netflix right now. You can look it up. He's a cop. It's probably terrible because I've never heard of it. He was also on Broadway for like a year. Yeah, I hate to no. I hate to burst your Bublé. Talented guy, but Bublé, I would argue, is has a far more dynamic vocal range than Josh Groban. Dan, you know what you're talking about music. Josh Groban is like (laughs) like opera trained. Like he's like, yeah, he's got an amazing. But the problem is when you do opera, that's all you can from then do is opera. (laughs) And like big, (laughs) belty, ballady shit. Throughout. You know what I meant by that. Josh Groban doesn't have to do like, he doesn't have to do telethons like Buble. He can just like let his (laughs) career speak for itself. Again, Josh, the telethons that he's doing were to raise money for his child with cancer. Well, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying like Christmas specials, not telethons, like a Christmas special. Yes, Disney so Mike, probably writes him a nice check, and I'm sure that check feels really good. Mike, to go back to your original question that you posed, so do you, you're saying that you think that once an artist puts out a Christmas album, that's kind of just it, that, that's their you know, rock bottom for them? Yeah, I mean, that's like, that's like the last shameless money grab that a lot of artists have, and it might not be like the end of their career, but it's definitely like at a low point in your career. That you, like, like Think about like Michael Bolton, like Springsteen's Christmas album, Madonna's Christmas album, like their careers might have taken off again after that, but like at the lowest of the low and they needed like $10 million. They were like, I'm going to make a Christmas song and I'm going to sing 
Santa Baby for the 50th fucking arrangement, and you're going to play it. Baby. So I'm going to disagree with that because Taylor Swift put out a Christmas album before she, as an anti-Taylor Swift podcast before she put out 1989, That's which right. is objectively her best album. Fuck Taylor Swift. She does not count. So she put out a Christmas album at the height of her fame, and it didn't decrease. Lawyered. I mean, I'm saying I said it was a generalization, but I'm just saying a lot of famous like artists have done a Christmas album. What's the what's the classic Robert Goulet SNL skit? Like that's like just the giant joke is that once you start making Christmas albums, your well career is shit. Listeners, we will unshun Taylor Swift just to prove Mike wrong in this case. Taylor Swift. <laughs> this <is a> good... <laughs> I and I re-shun. also I would I will say no way before we reshun 1989. Good album. I had a lot of good songs. I shake it off. Oh right, yeah, songs. easy there. Reach that easy. no matter how sober I am. Oh no, <laughs> Let's put Kyle in a box. <laughs> and wrap. I, it. I am the keeper of the boxes. First of all, so let's put her in this. Let's put him in the same, same suitcase that Taylor's in. <laughs> no, that suitcase is already in the warehouse. There, so. I have to go get it. We should poke, <laughs> we should poke air holes. <laughs> I'm sure she has a snorkel system. Come on. That, oh, we've talked about this. He has a system of breathing apparatus within the box as well. Like we, yeah, we know yeah. this. Yeah, no, we don't need to use Taylor Swift in any sort of argument whatsoever, unless we're talking about her old, old country. We're giving her attention. That's what she wants. 1989. Right. Yes, 2012. Yeah, that's, yeah. From then, thenceforth, no. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, I agree with you in, in one sense to the argument. I do think that a lot of times, like I'll see like an artist who I really like put out a, like you said, like the 50th different rendition of the Christmas song, and it's like, all right, why? Like why? Just you're not doing this because you enjoy the song. You're doing this to trust, you know, you, you have nothing else in your mind without a right. So like you're yeah. just recycling old songs. So I, I do understand in a sense what you're saying. I don't know if it's means that the career's over, but like I do get the frustration that exists there. I would, I would like to say that I'm sure that people that put out Christmas albums have a lot less say over it than we think. I feel like their labels are probably telling them, hey, look, this will be great because their label wants the fucking residuals. Ariana Grande has a Christmas album. Is it good? No, not at all. It's terrible. Every single song is poor. Are we talking about Ariana Grande's mm-hmm. music in general or are we just talking? Well, let's yeah. not get into that <laughs> because someone will be very mad at me if I do that. But uh, all right. um, that's, hit your that's, fucking that's pretty good, actually. Ariana, that's all I <laughs> not want bad, you to do. Honestly, not- <laughs> Just hit one consonant, one then, consonant, one time. That's all then, I need. And then her like last note, it's like I have a bad taste in <laughs> I'm not gonna doubt her vocal talent. That's excellent, but she needs to learn how to hit her k and her t and her. T. It's really not that hard. Someone needs it to like really Pygmalion isn't. her. Someone needs you to literally Pygmalion her. Pygmalion. This is a long. This is a long better. list of us attacking the British community you know, today. You know what? The British community has attacked enough people. I don't think that. We, yeah. <laughs> Have you read history? All right, so I, I want to hear some more top Christmas songs. So, Pat or Mike, who wants to to go next? Give us your list. Um. So I have, some, I have some hate. I can go. Oh, you I have a hate one too. I have okay. a big hate one. Hate, hate or love is welcome on this podcast. No, this one's going to be exclusively hate, so let's keep that in mind. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, the, so I should have, we reserve I have, you for last then? Or? Yeah, you can yeah, go you first, should. but I have you some should. loves yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, All right, but I have one that I think every single person on this planet, mm-hmm. including, I mean, present company included, mm-hmm. should agree with me on this because this mm-hmm. one, I don't, how, I don't know how they left this on the airwaves. I don't know what producer was like, yes. Oh, the rape song? No, I don't care about that. I mean... 
We can we can have a discussion on that. We can put a pin in it's, that. If it's you want, just but. it's not it's just creepy. It's just creepy. <laughs> Wait, that's yeah, so what I, it is. I heard an arrangement the other day where they switched the parts, where like the woman is singing the rapey part and the man is singing the rapist, like the rapey part. Rapey part. Wasn't that John Legend? Didn't he do that? Yeah, I, I, guess, I, I don't know who it was. I remember him hearing that last year. Yeah, I, him and somebody did it last year. It actually sounded pretty good. I was not like I wasn't. I was not uncomfortable listening to it. I know that yeah, sounds really yeah, fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's double <laughs> but, standard, fellas. <laughs> I was just so, so much less uncomfortable listening to it. Because like the but, old hell version, he's like, "Baby, it's cold outside." I'm yeah, but he's also like eight. Up. You have to assume that he's eight martinis deep at that point, because that's what the sixties were. Because I had hmm. parents who were alive in the sixties, and that's apparently what the sixties were. What sexual so, harassment and olives? Yes. <laughs> With a little bit of vodka from stories. By a little bit, I mean a truckload of vodka a week. The My two martini like, lunch just, was just literally not, expensive. As long as you're not Russian vodka drinks. Uh, on threat of communism uh, being thrown at you. No, they would obviously make you a communist immediately. That's what Joseph McCarthy told him. Right him. away. So, all right. I I want to go back to, yeah, what, what were you going to, I'm actually, I'm on the edge of my seat, Pat. I want to know what the song is. It's not yeah, Baby yeah, Cold Outside. Okay. So what song no, is this? It's not. And you guys are going to all immediately agree with me. I, so I'm just going to lower my volume a little bit on my own. Oh, sure. uh, so we're not going to agree with him at all. You, you going to ASMR? Uh, I don't have the mic for it yet, but uh, no, it's Christmas. Don't buy, don't be late by the fucking chipmunks. Oh fuck that song. Uh, fuck that. I agree. Utterly. Fuck that song. I mean anything by the chipmunks, but okay. But yeah, like, that's put that song in particular. So I hate that song because of the chipmunks. They're the artists who covered that song. Alvin. Yeah, but it's like, it's what we like to they call have to bring on this podcast terrible. Their yes. family is so dysfunctional. They bring the argument into Christmas and and the song. Just ruin the holiday, honestly. It's terrible. Yeah, there's, there's truly, I mean, you can you can be friends for five minutes, can't like, you? Like, what's his face? Jason, Jason Lee. Over. Jason Lee had a hard day at work. He doesn't need shit from out from what's the from other three one? rodents that he takes know. care of for no particular <laughs> reason. Can I make, can I make a statement though? I saw something and it was like everyone's joking about um, basically why 2020 is the way it is, and somebody went back and like the first meme trend of 2020 was the picture of all three chipmunks getting head at the same time and people were debating over <laughs> over, which, over which chipmunk was getting the best head was and somebody yeah and somebody was like somebody was, was like this is why 2020 happened because we've gotten Correct. to a point in society where we have to debate like which fictional gluck gluck 3000 was giving the best pleasure mike was talking about chipmunk gluck gluck 3000s and as the <laughs> keeper of the box i am gonna take that and I am going to put that in the box, and then I'm going. What I'm going to do to that box is I'm going to weld it shut, and then after an RPG it, missile launch, a further crate, and then after putting in that further crate, I'm going to put it on a Falcon rocket from Tesla and eject it into space. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I will not there. be unpacking that box. <laughs> There's nothing to unpack. It was just chipmunks getting blowjobs. What, what <laughs> happened in, in Indiana? Yeah, the, the Indiana Jones uh, where the nuke exploded. That 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 the box can go in that box hall. Is that Indiana Jones like destroyed. four? Is that the Shia LaBeouf Indiana Jones where like hides yes. in, a, in a refrigerator? That's a, and that's the second time for if you're keeping track, listeners, that we've mentioned Shia LaBeouf. So I don't know if that means anything either. <laughs> All right, so Pat, a, I have any, some positive, any positive ones? ones, or do you? <laughs> okay, yeah, of course, let's I get do. some positives up in here. So I was gonna so a couple of them were mentioned, or at least the artists were mentioned already. But so White Christmas by Bing Crosby is such an iconic song. Excellent. Um, uh, I really like. So this is a. Uh, not, I know you guys have heard it, but uh, Father Christmas by the Kinks is a very underrated Christmas song, I think. 
Kyle, you 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 yeah. scrunched your face a little bit. I know. I'm trying to think of like I'm trying like fall the Christmas. Like hear it in my head. Give me some money. It, yeah. No, it's it's underrated. I wouldn't it wouldn't make my top five, but it's definitely a good song. No, I I think uh, I'm into like the rock and roll. Uh, I, I I like that one. So that so that that would be the one uh, edge I give to the British community tonight. Um, that was a good song. <laughs> so anything by the boobs? Because I I am I am a big yeah boob boy. It's like they're um, teddies somewhere. I'll be home for Christmas is a, is a great one. Every um, Christmas song that's sung by oh, his I'll be home for Christmas is very good. Oh holy night by that just get that that song gets me going by Josh Groban specifically. Mm, yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. He yes, does yes, kill yes. it on that. So does Carrie Underwood. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, qu- quick nod, I guess maybe uh, Fairy Tale New York minus the homophobia. <laughs> yeah. Great <Lord>. song. <laughs> I'll really, still to this day, it's an iconic. So it's an iconic like song. <laughs> Every, every year they have a debate uh, about that song in the amazing. UK. Amazing, just mine is the homophobia. That's it. <laughs> yeah, just just take that part out of it. It's even yeah. fun fact. Wait, wait speaking of a uh, homophobia thing, did you see that uh, that oh, beer no. company that's making a beer called Yuletide's Gay, and it's like an LGBTQ beer for the holidays? That's, that's fantastic. That's excellent in every way. I gotta find that's like the nice. exact name for it, but it's like keep the Yuletide gay or something like that. Yes, correct, correct. Awesome. Pat, does that round out your uh, your couple of top Christmas songs there? Or do you have any yeah, others? Yeah, those are those are all solid ones. I mean, listen, there's there's plenty of other good ones we can go through. Uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. I think is one I've always liked. But yeah, I, I didn't I didn't want to stifle the conversation with any more with just like ones we've heard before. And I kind of laid a lot of them on the table there. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's fair. Oh, they were the, all they were all most of them, with the exception of the last Christmas, which we're gonna I'm gonna have to formally disagree with you, and I'll yeah. file whatever paperwork I need to. Uh, okay. about we'll, that we'll but. talk about it my people will call your people i think a couple of just honorable mentions before i give the, the couple of good ones i think a little drummer boy by bob seeger i think his version is awesome mm-hmm. he lived with Tom. Uh, why were they letting long. the why were yeah. they letting him play the drums outside though? that's my only question bad parenting yeah it's uh, not good parenting, parenting. No, dude good. negligence wasn't a thing until like 50 years ago that's very true <laughs> all right so other honorable mention christmas eve sarajevo by trans-siberian orchestra slaps Oh, seen really them lumped up, dude. Yes. I've seen them live. That is, if like if the world fixes itself and we don't die first, go see the Trans Siberian Orchestra for a Christmas show. You'll thank me later. Okay. Yeah, I heard they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, unbelievable. Also, just a couple of good ones. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The original Andy Williams. Step into Christmas by Elton John. I think slaps. Yes. And Excellent. I think my personal favorite is Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Oh yes. Okay. And wings were are wings or just Paul? Just Paul. I I believe there's a version with the wings, but there's also a version okay. without the wings. So I know the wings, but who the hell is this Paul McCartney guy? <laughs> Who's this Paul McCartney guy? <laughs> Mike, uh, let's hear your positives before we get into your uh, oh okay. ones you hate. Yeah. All right, we're gonna do positives. Uh, I'm gonna say I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> no, no, I was. Um, <laughs> but I, I had my negatives up first, so I'm gonna say first positive, and because I'm gonna pick stuff that we haven't said idea because i don't want to be a dead horse but uh happy holidays you bastard by blink 182 oh excellent song it's a, isn't that 30 seconds long i think it's yeah, like a minute it's a minute and a half but it, it is a fantastic song i'm gonna say uh jingle bell rock by hall and oates because we are a strictly mm-hmm. hall and oates cover band here at, yes uh, in conclusion play, we play some, i think play the original i think the original is better than the hall of version oates version oh. That's a great. I don't know, man. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that. I'm gonna mm. say it was the Backstreet Boys one. What the hell is the name of it? 
Oh, is it the uh, is it, do they, do, don't they sing last uh, Christmas? Christmas time by the Backstreet Boys. Yes. Okay. First of all, we forgot to mention In Sync. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. I was getting there. Yes. I'm going. I'm, do, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing the boy bands. You got. You got to do the boy bands. I, honestly, I love In Sync. I love the Backstreet Boys. The first two CDs I ever had was uh, Backstreet Boys Millennium, and uh, In Sync, the one where they were puppets. I had Millennium on cassette. You yeah, because you're fucking old. You're fucking old, dude. <laughs> Because my dad was a million years old, didn't understand that CDs were the next thing. It's true. My dad, my dad did once show me his A track collection. I was like, dude, no. I have an original Sony Walkman in this house. (laughs) It's yellow. I'm thinking like I'm thinking the Walkman though. I'm thinking like real like Patrick Bateman, uh, American Psycho, like walking in, listening to you know, listening to his music with his slick back hair. Yeah. I'm just I'm picturing your that was the eighties. I'm picturing your dad like minus the hair doing that. Well, yeah, that guy's definitely minus the hair. You hear that, guys? American Psycho Christmas movie. <laughs> you can make an argument. You can make an argument for it, man. I... Lots Let's of red. Not go down that fucking rocky road, Batman. <laughs> lots of red. <laughs> lots of red. I mean, there is. There's a lot of opening. Of, of... Oh, no. <laughs> what one may call them gifts. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Mike, what are your hates? I'm very curious. Okay. So, I'm going to get the, the first ones right off the bat um, Christmas mm-hmm. shoes. Fuck that song. Yep, bad song. You, Agree. Where has that one go? It's the really depressing one where like the with the the, the poor kids. You know her Christmas. It's just song? not. It's not what you want to think about at Christmas, but it's something you should probably pay slight attention to. I'm gonna say <laughs> because I'm Italian. Uh, I think that Dominic the donkey. Oh is, my god. Uh, is offensive to my people and also a terrible song. <laughs> I'm not gonna say offensive, but it, I will one second. Out of ten song. I, I will second the. Uh, the, the dislike and the dislike. hatred because i think it's i stupid. would formally su- support that petition so yeah. i i have one comment to make about that song is we used to do you guys have like recitals that you perform in elementary school i went yes. to catholic elementary school yes of course they were called pageants. rhetorical listen um, my elementary school was not that guy don't worry about it no it's so, called so the anyway, christmas pageant our no, principal the christmas show well our, our principal was italian so oh, no. we had to so they the, all the teachers would make the entire all the grades sing that song at the end, and I know I had no idea why. And then I finally learned, oh, it's like an Italian Christmas song, and like, it's not even that good of a he song. He says in the song, "The Italian Christmas Donkey." Yeah, <laughs> Why did you need to figure that out? You're a very well educated, <laughs> very smart individual. Well, we sang what this, uh, level of figuring out was required there. The reindeer can't climb the hills of Sicily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They fly. First of all, that was the first. That was a logical flaw in the song. <laughs> That's the flaw. That's the flaw. In that song. Well, the whole song is a flaw. That's just one of the small ones. Dude, it's like bad enough you got like mob hits. It's like all like good Italian songs, but then like put in a, in a phrase where it's like, oh, we're gonna do some like murdering to this song. And then you should have like Dominic the Donkey. It's like <laughs> just like the most goomba fucker just talking about asses. What's next, Michael? Uh, okay, uh, people might not like me for this one, but I'm gonna go with uh, "Santa Claus is Coming to Town" by Bruce with a Bruce Springsteen version. Oh, I know, I, I'm on board for that. It's Correct. so overplayed. Yes, it's so if overplayed. To Santa Claus is coming to town. You listen to the Jackson Five version. Going to I know. I, I'm yeah, constipated after so Christmas. Shitting. Yeah, I'm, I'm constipated <laughs> after Christmas, not before Christmas. I don't need to hear you fucking constipated. <laughs> Well, that's just how he sings, honey. People just I hate people. people love New him. Jersey yes, has Bruce. stopped listening to our podcast. Have Good. we established? Are we? I mean, I don't. For me personally, I 
don't like Bruce at all. Like, I don't think any of his music is that good. Are we an anti-Bruce Springsteen podcast? I, I, that... I wouldn't even consider it a regional thing. I mean, I, I, I personally, like, it's like, I oh, would. we hate I just Jersey. I don't think he's overly... Some people in Jersey think that Bruce Springsteen should be compared no. to Billy Joel, and I think that's right to jail. Yes. Right away. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I, no, other people definitely are is. regional about it, but me personally. Bruce, I... Bruce was on um, SNL this weekend. I'm a, a big SNL watcher. Um, and let me tell you, he was not good. They no, always no, do. They no, always do like the side by side guitar thing, where he like somebody else yeah, comes up. Course, dressed up. The yeah, of There's 96 and... people in his band. Oh, um, first of all, for a band, you need a guitar, uh, probably a rhythm guitar, a main guitar, a mm-hmm. bassist, and a drummer. Why That's there the are 86 band. and a half other people in that band? I don't understand. No, there's more than that. There's like 15 of them. Because there was like oh, the the show, the, the host is Bruce Springsteen. There were nine people behind Bruce. I was like, what are they playing? They're like playing their own assholes. Like, what? Um, maybe, maybe they just like brought on, like, they found a bunch of random hobos in the street and dressed them up just to improve the overall level, like, average level of talent on the stage. They went to the subway and they found the guy who's yeah. like playing the five gallon buckets and they're like, come on up. <laughs> Yo, You're on drums tonight, man. Don't you dare, don't oh, you pretty. dare talk badly about five gallon bucket guy. He's laughs. Uh, yeah, five gallon bucket guy slaps except for two times of the day when it's like 6.30 and you're trying to get home and you're stuck yeah. on a crowded F train platform and drum and drum guy's been doing like, you know, fucking drum line Nick Cannon for the last 35 minutes. And then the other time is when it's like three in the morning and you're drunk as shit and you're starting to get a little hungover because you're taking an hour and a half subway ride back to the fucking See, those Bronx. I've never experienced. Those are both things I've never experienced. Usually oh, I dude. walk past him in Times Square and that's it. Nah, dude. So you can't avoid it in Times Square, even if he's on the next platform. Him and, the stupid, and the stupid people who play like the hand organ, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. On, the, on the train platform yeah, where jail. you like run your hand, Jail. it's like... And then in the background, you see like you have like you know fucking uh, underground Neil Pert over here at three in the morning. Little drummer boy, if you yeah, yeah, you know, keep it Christmas related. And I have my last (laughs) and my least favorite Christmas song too. This is the bottom of the list. Yep, Happy Xmas, War is Over, Yoko Ono. Oh yes, Jail. Not not very good. Not because I Jail. I hate Yoko Ono to begin with, but like just. Yeah. And I think it's it's the it's the bookends, it's the yin and yang, if you will. And that's not I don't even mean that as an Asian <laughs> reference. He <laughs> <laughs> had to say that makes it so much worse. But with John Lennon who puts out just such good Christmas material. And then Yoko Ono who puts out just dog shit on stick. <laughs> oh. You're right though, it is very much like the top and the bottom of the Christmas music spectrum. Right? Yeah. John Lennon, a vastly talented person, and Yoko Ono, a leech. A leech. <laughs> For I, I think we ruffled a lot of feathers tonight. I think there's gonna be a lot of people who are going to disagree with some of the things we said. So if you disagree with us, please come after us on our Instagram yeah, page. We'll post everything. Yeah, just come after mm-hmm. us. We love having these conversations and arguments. You dismantling them and then proving that you're wrong. So yes, of course, because you're <laughs> if you like naturally. the chipmunks. We're correct and you're incorrect. If you like the chipmunks, I want you down. Did we say did we say fuck the Taylor Swift Christmas album? I know we talked about it, but I don't know if we specifically said fuck the Taylor Swift. It's Christmas really album. not that bad. On, oh. on, the, on the level of bad Christmas music, Mike, it doesn't achieve bad, in my opinion. Uh, the only people it's that just very contrary. Santa Baby should be Madonna and... Yeah, her Santa Baby is not good. And it's, Kylie, it's, it's whatever the hell her name is. Minogue. The yeah, the original. Jenner. Thank you. No. <laughs> we, were watching, uh, we, were, we were watching Jeopardy, and Pat was so sure that the name of Russian dolls was pronounced one way, and then they pronounced the, it like... The Trishka dolls. 
Yeah, but they it's completely different. It's like like it's it's very different. It's it, very, it's audibly it's not like I mispronounced mispronounced one syllable. It was like <laughs> it was the same amount of syllables, all the roughly syllables. the same word, but completely different. Pat yeah. mispronounced it. That's going said. in the box too. Mispronounced. <laughs> That's going in the box. Did nobody hear him say mispronounced when he started talking? I heard it. I very much heard it. I was going to let it go, but now it's going in the box. Dude, you just can't mis you can't mispronounce mispronounce. <laughs> it's a great way to lose an argument. <laughs> so I, I think I, now that we've come to the end of our complaining, I think we need to do our 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 definitive top five Christmas songs. Well, I have I have one more quick submission. We didn't really talk about this Hit yet, me. but what do we what do we feel about "Please Come Home for Christmas" by Bon Jovi? Fuck Bon Jovi. <laughs> I don't hate Bon Jovi, but that's it's it's all right. I don't love doesn't, him though. Doesn't, doesn't do anything. Like hairband fake rock to me. It's just another song on this list that I know plays every time you turn on any Christmas radio station. It's like the second song that plays. Yeah, well, let's say I feel so. like that also might be a New York thing. Um, readers outside of New York, do you hear Bruce Springsteen and Bon Jovi on your radio? Please tell us because we are so curious. Very curious, yeah. All right, but I I agree with Kyle. I think we should all at this moment give our definitive top five list so i'm not gonna have a one through five i'm just probably gonna list five i'm just gonna give you five songs give give five that in whatever order are just your favorite songs so okay pat you want to, we'll start with you if you have five yeah, handy i'm um, sure uh i i think i'll actually get a list of number one. Oh, holy night is number one for me um, josh groban josh groban yeah. or carrie oh. underwood <laughs> i think you even had to ask that um <laughs> Underwoods is really good. Yeah, no, I know that. I, I, I know that, and I love her. I just yeah, we stand Carrie Underwood really hard. Oh, big time. Dose, Pat. Big time. There's room in your heart. There's there's room in your heart for both. <laughs> um, oh, oh, Holy Night by Josh Groban, which I I agree, it's incredible. Yeah, but, I'm gonna allow that. Mm, yeah, getting a look a lot like Christmas by by the boobs. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Correct. Yes, I think that's just. I, I, listen, I can say any song by the boobs. That one, just like in particular, in particular, I really like. Uh, White vibes. Christmas, Bing Crosby. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Fairy Tale in New York on there just because it's iconic. Um, yeah, that's it's, fine. It's just a song. It. And I'm the only one who's offended by it, so yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Fairy Tale in New York, Gay Yuletide remix. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I want to hear it. I'm just saying it's like the it's the non-homophobic fairy tale in New York. <laughs> like where they cut the is song I, to be good without the homophobia. Is it actually called that? No, no, definitely not. I, I just okay. made that up, but I it's not real. <laughs> that's a million dollar Christmas song right there. Put there you go. We just, just give credit to inclusion we digress if anyone decides to venture and make that song. Well, Pat, if you only have uh, four, that's fine. I'm, I'm, but no, I'm gonna put uh, uh so Mike mentioned mentioned that blink song. I really like not the new blink Christmas song at the what should we call it? Not another Christmas song. That's another really good one. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are five solid, solid ones. Mike, do you even have five that would uh, make your top five positive? Oh, yeah. Or... 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm kind of running say... with these Mike's hate Christmas jokes, but <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It, it, it's true. Um, <laughs> so I'm sorry, Kyle, but I'm going to go with Last Christmas by Wham. I do love that song. <laughs> you know <what>? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. That's number one. Uh, I'm gonna go with Feliz Navidad, uh, Jose Feliciano. Uh, I'm gonna go with Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. 
Ooh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to do... Wow, this is getting really tough now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do Little Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Ooh. Oh, very yes. good song. Good. Very good very song. Good song. Pulling it out of your butt. I love it. Uh, and I'm going to do Jingle Bell Rock. The original. Any version, but yes. The original. Oh, don't say that, because Taylor Swift did one, and it's not good. We already said mm. no Taylor Swift. We don't yeah, no, speak yeah. Taylor Swift. Is not even. <laughs> How many times do you need to unshun Rishon? <laughs> Look, she's got enough attention this week. She just put out another new album, which I have just avoided entirely. So mm-hmm. there's no reason to yes, give her more attention than she already I heard has. it's not as good as the last one anyway, so that's fine. I heard the same um, thing. Yeah. But Kyle, please, please grace us with your top five. Okay, here we go. Number one, All I Want for Christmas is You. Not number one, but All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey because it is a hype Christmas song. It's one of the few ones that has a very like up-tempo, fast arrangement where you can dance and really have a lot. It it has a lot of energy. That's why I like that song more than anything. Um, Okay. Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano because duh. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to agree with Pat and say it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Michael Bublé. Yes. Um, a lot of agreement here very good um and then i am going to say uh santa claus is coming to town by the jackson five god okay. it's, um, it's I, really I saw monty difficult. kissing santa claus by the jack and uh, bleh, by the jackson five is also any jackson song. five christmas song by the way big slap joe jackson horrible person but put out some good music at the end of the day. <laughs> separate Great the artist from the art here uh, in conclusion <laughs> yeah, you you, well you have to do that with anybody with the last name jackson besides yeah, <laughs> The, the horrible people do not end at Joe Jackson. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah there's, there's a larger list there. Janet Jackson also, oh, she's, she's cool. We'll allow her. Um, she's got so great it, it's, it's hard for me because I'm really, I'm really deciding between two songs here, and it's either the original Jingle Bell Rock by Bobby Holmes or Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda Lee, and I think I'm going to have to go with Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree by Brenda mm-hmm. Lee because that good, song better choice. is That's fair. good. And my only statement that I would like to make in retaliation to the Wham! Christmas song is in the spirit of Christmas, it really makes me feel like they're coming to jingle my bells and I don't think so, honey. (laughs) I mean, if you're into it, maybe. Not on my watch. (laughs) (laughs) But the whitest kids you know have a sketch where like Santa, it's just a 30 second sketch, which is their best sketches, where Santa's stuck in the chimney and his pants are down and he goes, oh no, I'm stuck. You kids better not get any do anything naughty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So Dan, let's hear your let's hear your top five in no All right. order. So uh, again, a lot of agreement on this podcast, but I'm gonna also include Feliz Navidad and uh, the Buble version of it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas in the top five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I think I'm gonna make I wanna say about that song real quick is it's the first song on that album. And when you play that album to start Christmas and he, like I did yesterday, and he started singing, you're like, oh yes, oh yes. That's just how I feel about it. It's very like, okay, here we go. It's the perfect lead in the song to that album. I I agree. It's perfectly as you set up to listen to another hour and a half of of Buble Christmas music. Yeah. Just velvet. All right. So then the other ones I'll include, I will include Step Into Christmas by Elton John. I think that song slaps. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. And... Mm -hmm. The last, see, there's a lot of other good options. I think maybe this is because I like the song a lot from when I was younger and it's in a very famous Christmas movie, but I actually really like the song Believe by Josh Groban from oh. Polar Express. Oh, you guys yeah, know that that's one? a good song. That's a good It's Polar kind of like Express a more like sultry. Yes, yes, yes. 
but I, I just like it. It's, it kind of deviates from just like a very poppy Christmas music. It's very sultry and lower toned. So I, uh, I enjoy that one personally, but lots of good options here. So what, tell us what we got wrong again, please argue with us. We enjoy that. Oh, Kyle yes. Wham makes good Christmas music. They don't. <laughs> Wait, can I something about but the Until I was like 10, until I was like 10, I thought of a woman saying the Wham version of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You know what? I, you know. Because it's because of the way it's because of the way that they say special. It's like no, it's the way. You know who else said special that way? Michael Jackson. Oh no, did I say that out loud? That's how you get. That's how you get cigar cutter butthole. Like it just closes really fast every time. Yes, yeah, I literally what I wrote is, oh my god, it's making butthole close. <laughs> I wrote. I wrote. I wrote. The singing is is creepily soft. The way they say special makes me deeply uncomfortable. Oh my God, the clenching. Just, and then <laughs> the coming to jingle my bed. Listen, it's, it's a natural defense mechanism. It's over years I of evolution. I should need a defense mechanism for a fucking Christmas song. <laughs> so one thing I have to say, Dad did bring up the Polar Express. I don't know if any of you guys as a kid had the Polar Express book. I did. I did, I was, yes. I, did yours every, come with a little every bell? Every Christmas Eve. Yes. Did yours mine come did with a little bell? Mine did not come with a bell. Oh. Yes, mine did. And then your parents sit there and they, they, they ring the bell and they pretend like they don't hear it. And they're like, I don't oh. hear anything. And then you get to like a certain age when you like don't believe in Santa anymore. And you are like supposed to not hear the bell anymore. And you're like, fuck, this bell was real the whole goddamn time. Like, <laughs> no, but I'm going to buy that. You I'm going to buy that bell. Do they sell, are they selling that bell? Yo, know I'm going to do the same thing to my kids. I'm going to do, I, I just heard, I mean, I know how the book Duh. is, but I didn't know it was a real thing. It's like the uh, the Christmas air horn, just like blow it off every year. Like, I can't, I can't. <laughs> so cool. yeah, that is that is until your kid is like you can't hear it, and then just twenty four seven, just like how can you not hear this? It's like running just, around like, Shh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Which is great because I just bought I just bought my godson a uh, a drum set, and he is absolutely driving my uh, my cousin absolutely nuts. So I think we're gonna have to name Mike the asshole of the Christmas season. She's like twelfth day of Christmas. Mike got Mike you get a, get a drum set. <laughs> oh, honorable mention the twelve pains of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's very that's funny. Fun, yeah, relatable. Guys, we forgot we forgot one too. Uh, the twelve days of Christmas by Straight No Chaser. Oh yes, that is that is a good version. Yeah, yeah. That's good, but it doesn't make my top five. Regardless, so really a lot of songs were covered today, so we're going to post all our top fives on Instagram. You guys can vote which one of ours you agree with the most, which ones you disagree with the most. You guys can submit your own top fives. We'd love to have these conversations with you, so get involved in social media. Let us know your thoughts. I think with that, let's go to uh, Pat. Do you have some, is it Christmas-related facts, or is it just generic facts that happened in December in our history? So they're unfortunately not Christmas-related facts. I'm sorry, Daniel. They're more um, date-dependent. See, because now I was going to use like a Santa ho-ho-ho or something to be the intro sound to your um, Listen, your I'm not going to. If that's what you're feeling. Pat's facts are a well, gift. It's too, it's too early well, that's um, true. Like to do a Christmas. Like It's the 16th. Like Not many Christmas-related things in history have happened on the 16th. Well, fair. That's mm. true. Not I mean, many, at, least, at least I don't think. I don't know. Maybe, how many Christmas-related things happens in December, one might say? Uh, mm-hmm. Not many Christmas things happened on December 25th Until the 24th. because Jesus, Jesus was born in the spring. Born in April. <laughs> that is a discussion for a whole other podcast episode. Uh, it's a Roman here, Catholic. We're all Catholics. It's okay. It's a Roman winter festival that they absconded. <laughs> yeah, they didn't like the pagans, so they made it better. Is, is abscond? Is that the right 
Verb of abscond is the wrong word because abscond means to take and run away with. That's what they did with it. (laughs) No, they didn't run away with it. They very much stayed in the same place and made it better. Also, angels are fake. They're just a replacement for all the gods from paganism. Okay, you're crushing easy, little easy there, dreams. Easy there, Pope Francis. Come on. I'm not sure how many like four or five year olds listen to our podcast, but yeah, you just destroyed every one of their Christmas yeah. dreams. And hopes. If so, and you're yes. their parents, what are you doing? Yeah, how, how did they find their way here? Yeah, be, be a better parent. Jesus was born in April. You know what he got for his birthday? Death. Yeah. <laughs> a crushed soul. <laughs> no, I, I believe that was a sphere. I'm going to go to the uh, cheesecake factory. <laughs> Which they had back then, fun fact. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they used to have cheesecake. That's where Jesus had lunch. <laughs> Last you night. Stop the... making jokes just as I take a sip of water. Oh my God, that choking <laughs> that almost occurred. Last, <laughs> Last night at the Jerusalem Inn was the most. Fun no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, at the end, it's just, it's just Peter and Paul's fishing boat, like up in the tree. And then it's just like Mary being like, this is, you know. Oh, really what did we do up. last night? <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> Patrick, so please give us the, the grace that is your past facts of the day. Are you, are you giving me the floor? Your intelligence, talk to us. <laughs> you, you have the floor, sir. Oh, thank you. <clears throat> um, you have a ceiling, too. Fun fact. I, I yield my time. See, thank you. I, I, I need absolute <laughs> silence. Uh, so today, uh, on the day of recording, is the 16th. So back in, so uh, quick, quick uh, retracing into history to 1653. And the parliamentarian general, Oliver Cromwell, was appointed as Lord Protector of England today. And uh, of England, Scotland, and Ireland, I'm sorry. Uh, much to the chagrin of the last two, or actually technically really all three. Um, yeah. Not a good person. And also further proving that most people named Oliver, terrible people. I would say in the 90 percents. Do you personally know Oliver's that you just despise? No. Wait, Kyle, didn't you date I dated an Oliver. Minus yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's the only He's Oliver nice I've ever met in my nice entire guy. life. Okay, minus that Oliver. <laughs> so minus any Oliver you've ever actually met. So this is all just like a secondhand. <laughs> well, I've heard through the grapevine. Well, also, from Oliver past, from yeah. the... Oliver, uh, the play sucks. He's a poor, hungry kid. Are you shitting on homeless, hungry kids? <laughs> yeah, but then he falls into the wrong crowd. Do you even watch? Do you even watch? Uh, yeah, because he had to do what he had to do to survive. <laughs> okay, survival. Okay, come on, enough, enough, enough. Back to the fact. Because that sir would not give him some more. So in uh, 1773. So this is the illusion from earlier. Today actually was the Boston Tea Party. Oh. Uh, uh, so yeah, the Sons of Liberty protesters threw large shipments of tea into the Boston Harbor to protest uh, against the Tea Act. And that was, again, 7073. So if people ask when cockneyed English folks say, I'm British, and you ask where the tea, we dumped that tea back in 1773. When you, when you ask that. On December 16th. You executed that joke. Mm, Pauline. Yeah. <laughs> That went a lot better in your head, didn't it? You should, <laughs> Pat, you should be tarred and feathered for the delivery of that, uh, <laughs> of that joke. Much, much like the, uh, the Loyalists uh, back in 1773 were tarred and feathered. Excellent execution. Isn't it amazing that like, it took like Stick three years? Like, it, things happen so quickly in the modern era, but like, we were fucking with the British for like years before uh, this. Lex- Lexington and Concord was 75, I want to say. Yep. 
But I'm saying it's because it took so long yeah. to get shit across the ocean that you could do something and not have to worry about it for like a year. Three months. Yeah, three we're months. not going to see the exactly three from months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of, plenty of time for bathroom breaks uh, for Paul Revere. Accelerating through uh, the sands of time right now. Um, thank you for coming on this journey with me. Uh, in 1944, Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a transition. Finish your fucking sentence right now. <laughs> and on our journey, Pat makes a violent left turn. <laughs> I, I, I believe that would be actually an alt-right turn that he <laughs> yeah, you're right you're right you are right okay he launches a he launched a counter-offensive against the allies uh launching and this is in the ardennes region of belgium uh launching the battle of the bulge today uh or as some people call it me while listening to oh holy night oh <laughs> No. Now, Pat, have to ask the question: Is that the Josh Groban version or the Carrie Underwood version? Oh my God! Honestly, <laughs> either. I feel like I feel like the Nazis would definitely be more partial to country music, though. So they would. Uh... <laughs> Fair. Obviously, obviously, I'm a lot more turned on by the Josh Groban version than the Carrie Underwood version. Obviously, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. But Th- those vocal runs are unbelievable. Are we getting off the uh, the magic school bus now of, of, of history? Is Un- unfortunately. What in the fuck ever we just listened to? Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the tiger tank through history that badges the... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Pat, for taking us on that historical journey with you. Listen, and... I, I aim to educate. That's my first love. I, I think that'll do it for this Christmas edition of In Conclusion, We Digress. And before we say goodbye... We'd like to wrap up our episode with a one-sentence conclusion. So, as always, everyone has that one line to put a nice bow on everything. So, let's let's start with Mike. Christmas bow. Mike, a, a Christmas bow on your present that was this episode. So, <laughs> Mike, what's your closing statement? So, I guess my, my final statement <laughs> on our Christmas music is, we are within the two weeks that I allot every year for Christmas things. So my rule of thumb is that Christmas can only go on for like a week and a half to two weeks before Christmas and exactly one week after. Trees got to be down in the box. Ornaments have to be away. I don't even want like the runner on your table. Okay, to Scrooge, 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 we get it. We get it. We get it. Come on. Mm-hmm. Stop hating Christmas and get, carry on with it. Okay. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Just, you know, we're, we're Mike in that hates Christmas, Christmas time. Okay, good. We're- <laughs> and puppies. But yeah, no, so everybody enjoy uh, their Christmas, their holidays. Happy Hanukkah to our Jewish listeners. Because um, it is a Hanukkah night tonight. It is Hanukkah. Yeah, it Hanukkah is. I think started like last Friday or whatever, so it'll probably be like, it'll be we're just... Getting, yeah, we're getting close to the end. It'll be just about over when this gets released, so I hope you had a good Hanukkah. Smart idea, spreading it out over eight days. Uh, we really blow the load in a day and a half, us Catholics. <sighs> but um, yeah, enjoy everyone. Uh, happy holidays, and uh, I look forward to celebrating the real holiday with you come this weekend. Festivus. Yes. I actually, Mike, thought that you were going to end your closing statement with Bah Humbug, so I'm glad that didn't go that direction. (laughs) Pat, let's go to you. He's steamed, Patrick. Um, Yes, thank you. Um, (laughs) The moment is rapidly approaching. The day uh, where you can watch uh, A Christmas Story over and over uh, again, 24 (sighs) hours straight, which we will be, Mike and I discussed this earlier, which we will be taking part of uh, individually in our own households. But just Words of wisdom to folks out there. If you're thinking about it, just, do, just don't do it. Sticking your tongue on a random telephone pole outside. It's going to get stuck.
Yeah, Mythbusters. The fire, it, it does get stuck. Yeah, and the fire department's gonna have to come. No, you might be think you might think you're smart, and you know, pour warm water on it. No, apparently, uh, no. The fire department has to be there. They need a crowbar. I'm, I'm making fun of uh, the ineptitude shown in that movie that, that that they couldn't use even basic solutions. People weren't very smart in the 50s, Pat. We've learned that. Closing our closing statements here, we have Mr. Rusty Snowblower himself. <clears throat> Excellent name. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to leave people with a recommendation um, for this week. This episode will come out on Friday. And on Saturday, there is an episode, like I said earlier, I'm a big Saturday Night Live guy. I love uh, sketch comedy. Saturday Night, it could be possibly the, one of the best episodes of SNL of the last 10 years because Kristen Wiig is hosting and Dua Lipa is the musical guest. Wow. Um, and I just know they're going to bring back all the Kristen Wiig really good sketches. The cast right now is very talented and a lot of good writers. So I'm, I'm very, very, very high on this, uh, this episode. So yeah, I, if I was, you know, even if you catch it on Sunday, whatever it is, um, see if you can tune into SNL. should be really good. And uh, also wear apical Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. And uh, we'll talk to you before the new year. So I'll tell you fuckers, happy new year before that. What should be playing, uh, I have one quick final tidbit. Uh, oh, is sure. Nick Offerman drinking whiskey. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. the Nick For Offerman Yule Log is a fantastic, <laughs> it is a fantastic hour of your time. You will not regret it at all. It's literally Nick Offerman sitting in a beautifully huge brown leather chair, just drinking whiskey and staring at the camera for an hour. In it's real time. In real, in real time. time. Mm-hmm. We should recreate yes. that. He gets fucked he really up. Should. Why? He doesn't get fucked. Well, he drinks like a whole like handle. But... Do you know how long it would take him to not? You want me He's... to not speak for an hour? That's not possible. That would be the funny part about it because like one of us would be like making faces at the other person. Like Dad can't keep a straight face to save his life. Oh, like, no. it, would, it would be nope. it would be a complete shit show. It'd be over for me in two minutes. Smooth transition into kind of a teaser for next week. So we are going to be all gathering socially distant and safe this weekend. But we are doing a very special last episode of the year for you guys we're going to be doing a festivus episode so get ready for that it's going to be a lot of complaining about 2020 we have hearing of the grievances i don't know if we're going to have feats of strength probably will depending upon how many uh drinks we have so yes stay stay tuned for that that'll actually be releasing next wednesday on the actual day of festivus not next friday considering next friday is christmas and we're all going to be i'm sure face deep in food and drinks and drunk presents and i'm going to be drunk drunk yeah that's that's a nice way to put it yeah (laughs) so yeah stay tuned for that that's gonna be a lot of fun really excited that we're gonna do that this weekend we might have uh some special guests returning so like and subscribe or everywhere where your podcasts can be heard at this point so we're spotify apple podcasts anywhere else i don't really know any of the other ones we're on social media like i mentioned please follow us on instagram twitter uh, YouTube, we're putting out more content. Uh, hopefully, gonna have some good stuff from Festivus episode coming out. So, uh, stay tuned for that as well. And until we meet next week for Festivus, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Sponsor Mike's OnlyFans uh, this week. We have Mr. Uh, we have Santa Claus uh, shimmy down Mrs. Claus chimney, uh, and an elf gets involved. Oh, don't you don't you do anything naughty? <laughs> Let's just say there was some cookies and milk. <laughs> Oh, peace out. Let's